Gemara on Chavtes Amud Beis is dealing with, um, we've been talking about nighttime and the confusion around nighttime. Is it, does it follow the dealing of the day or the night? And uh, that, that gets even more uh, of an issue on Chavtes Amud Beis, whether um, nighttime is called Mechusa's uh, man, is that called if one does something in the night that should be done in the day? Is it considered not at the right time? What kind of effect does it have on the korban? It goes, uh, and so we have it backwards and forwards. And then we deal with an interesting case of the Lechem Aponim. So the Lechem Aponim was a weekly practice instead of a daily practice. So the Lechem Aponim used to be put every Shabbos and used to be kept on the Shulchan till the next Shabbos. And then the following Shabbos, the Levona in the Bazichim, the Bazichim were little containers, and the Levona in the containers was then, um, they were makriv, the, the Levona, the, after the week uh, on the Shulchan, and then the Kohanim could eat the Lechem. And here we talk about a case where the Lechem was put on Sunday instead of on Shabbos, and so now what do you do? And they suggest that you keep it, the Gemara says you keep it until the following Shabbos, so it's there for 13 days instead of 7 days, and what effect does that have and what doesn't? And the Gemara goes on and on and, um, and, and wonders the, the impact of, of the night from which time it becomes, it, it becomes kosher. So he, he puts it there on the Sunday, so it kind of doesn't count. But by Friday night, that's, that's the real time for the Shulchan. But it's already been sitting there for six days. So Friday night, it should become possible. And the Gemara says a very strange um, phrase, which is what I want to focus on. Marzutra um, Ravashi Omar. Marzutra said, and some say it was Ravashi. Afilu kadam Even if we're talking about a case where he didn't remove these loaves of, of challah that were put there too early and have been there for too long. He didn't remove them just before the second Shabbos. Uh, but he left them there, so they've been there for 13 days. But that doesn't count. It doesn't puzzle it. It doesn't make them puzzle. Why? Since it was set up at the wrong... Not according to the halacha. Since it was set up, the, the lechem on the shulchan was set up not according to halacha, it's as if a monkey did it. Why say as if it's a monkey did it? Say it doesn't count. What's, what's the monkey all of a sudden? The monkey comes into the, into the omer. What's the monkey got to do? Um, says Rashi, Shiloh Kemitzvato. It hasn't been done according to its mitzvah. Bechisaron's man. It hasn't been done at the right time. Nase Kemoshisidro Hakof. Yeah, the Rashi is strange. Shiloh Midato. Uh, the idea of, of a masekov, it's as if a monkey did it, means it's been done without intelligence. It's been done without intention. That's really what a kof is. A kof can do something, but he does it without intention, so it doesn't count. So that's what Rashi says, Shalomi dato. dar kodem lel shabbat ala shulchan man. Because these particular chalot were put onto the shulchan before lel shabbos. They were put days before, in the middle of the week before. That's not the right time for it. So you've put the challah on the shulchan at the wrong time. And that's, so I understand, well, do I, so I understand it's, it's not the right time. I understand that it's not the right time, therefore it's possible. I get that too. I don't understand why it's called Maisekov, and I don't understand why Rashi says Shalomidato. 
what it is, isn't Shalom Midato? He put it there. He knew what he was doing. He was putting there Chamon Shulchan. It was Midato. It was just the wrong time. It's like a person puts on his tefillin in the nighttime instead of the day. He knows what he's doing. He's putting on his tefillin. It's the wrong time. But, it, but it's not Shalom Midato. What's this mixing up of Da'atan's man, uh, of intentionality and, and timing? Why is that being, being mixed up? And um, the, the principle here, I think, is, in, is enormously important. A Maaseh Kof. So, you know, coming from Africa, you see a Kof in the Gomorrah. You start thinking and you start imagining. What, because you, from Africa, we know, we know how a Kof works. We know what a, what a baboon is, what a, don, what, a, what a monkey is, and how it works. So what's the Maaseh Kof here? So a, a Maaseh Kof is a Kof can imitate. It can imitate amazingly. And the more intelligent the monkey or the baboon, the more, the more precisely it can imitate. And you can train it to imitate amazingly well. It becomes very funny because it watches you and it does exactly what you're doing. But there's one thing a cough can't see and therefore can't imitate. That's the time at which you did it. So you can do something. The cough does it also. But the cough doesn't know. The cough sees you lighting candles. The cough can light candles as well, theoretically. It, but what he can't do is you realize that you only do that in Erev Shabbos. That he doesn't know. So he lights candles and lights candles and lights candles whenever he wants to. Kof can see you putting on tefillin. You give him a pair of tefillin, he'll probably figure out how to put on the tefillin. It's a Maaseh Kof. So it doesn't mean he's done any kind of mitzvah tefillin. Of course he hasn't. It's a Maaseh Kof. It's without intention. But the one thing a Kof can't know is when is man tefillin? At this time it works. At this time it doesn't work. The Gemara is defining imitation. It's defining artificiality. It's defining fake. And one of the different, Maise Kof is, that's what it is. Maise Kof is imitation. And imitation is something that is inauthentic. When you do something out of time, that's like a Maise Kof. That means you're not conscious, you're not aware. Now we take, can take it in, this, in the narrower sense of halacha itself as we have it over here. So you Say Kriyishma at a time that isn't the time for Kriyishma. You put the, the Lechem on the Shulchan at a time that isn't the time. It's like a Maisek Kof. You're doing all the right things, but a Kof can do that too. What you're not doing is in the right context. And context has two dimensions. Context is a dimension of time, and context is a dimension of place. So the, um, there are certain mitzvahs. And that's interesting. The Gemara doesn't say, if you bring a Korban, but not on the Mizbeach, it's a Maisek Kof. If you bring the, the, shulcha, the lechem on the shulchan, but you put the shulchan somewhere else in the, on the, in the azora, it's a maizekov. The Gemara doesn't say that. If you do an avoida, you do a shechita, and you do it outside of the Beis Hamikdash, these things are all not allowed, but they're not called maizekov. So when the place, when the geographic context is out of place, that's not a maizekov, because a kof can watch, he knows geographic context. He can figure out, you do it here, you don't do it there. You do it enough times, he'll go to the right place and the cough will do it in the right place. Uh, you can imitate place. But, but imitating sensitivity to time, be to be time sensitive, that a monkey can't do. He, do. he doesn't know that. And when you see something, somebody doing something the right way but the wrong time, that's a maizekov. And doing something the wrong time, is one has to see in many different senses, we don't have time to go into it fully, but I want to touch on them so you can reflect on them and think of it. The one is, is, is an appropriateness of time, which is something that today we find, we find which is, is very lack, lacking. Just to behave in a way that is fitting with the, with the circumstance, with the timing in, in which one is. To time things correctly. There's a time to say something. There's a time when the same thing said doesn't land well. You've got to time what it is that you say. 
and, and timing becomes critically important. Not only time is to when you say it all together, even if you're giving a shiru, you're giving a presentation, or you're in a business meeting, there's a time in the meeting to say something, and sometimes you miss the time. And it's gone, and you really are so sorry, because it would have been such a good thing to say, but it's too late. It doesn't, fit, it doesn't work. A cough will say it, nevertheless, he'll just say it. But it doesn't fit, it's, not, it's wrong, it was the wrong time. The fact that it was a smart thing to say, it doesn't matter. To be sensitive to the time to know when to interject, to know when to be present and when not, when to stand back and when to intervene. Being sensitive to time becomes terribly, terribly important. Um, and the same applies to eras. So, so for example, the, um, uh, the Gedol Yisrael in, in Eastern Europe used to say that, that they really hold of it. Shimshon Raphael Hirsch is, is amazing because he was accepted by the Gedoli Israel in Eastern Europe, although his style was something that would not have been accepted in Eastern Europe. The style that he led, the style of Rabonis that he had, the way he wrote and the way he spoke, that wouldn't have been accepted in Eastern Europe, but he was accepted. And the Gedoli used to say because that what he was doing was right for Germany. It wouldn't have been right in Eastern Europe. And, he, and Shimshon Raphael Hirsch wouldn't have done that, wouldn't have spoken that way in, in Eastern Europe. To be the, just as one is, is sensitive to the place, one has to be sensitive to the, to the era and to the time. And therefore, one has to be careful also to simply transplant Yiddishkeit from Eastern Europe to Yerushalayim or to Bnei Brak or to Ranana. That, that, that has a risk of being a Maisekov. Uh, and, and to know when you do and when you don't. There are certain things that are not time-sensitive. Certain things, who cares what time it is and what place? That's a halacha, that's how you do it. To know what you do adapt for timing and what you don't. And the, and the poskim are brilliant at that. So you take it, Moshe Feinstein, how he kept halacha absolutely pure, but adapted it to the needs of his time. You just see the, the, the working of a posik who really understands not only every detail in shas and every possible dimension of halacha, and also takes the trouble to understand the circumstance of the person asking the shayla. And that's why Rabbi Moshe was always, as many great, great poskim was always careful to include the shayla in the tshuva. Because you should know this tshuva was given to that person in that circumstance at that time. And, um, and I remember when they asked him about whether they could publish his, the, the, kind of the bottom line of his psakim. Uh, just, to, just to know, this is what Ramosha Paskin says, such and such. He said, absolutely not, that's ridiculous. That's Maisekov. Because the bottom line, that possibly only applied once ever to that person who asked the Shaila. The whole reason I included the Shaila is so that you should see my re- method of reasoning. If you follow my method of reasoning, then you'll apply it as you need in various different times. But to apply the bottom line, that's Maisekov. I don't think he used those words, but that's what he's saying, just to apply the bottom line without being sensitive. I remember I asked him a very difficult question about, about a situation in South Africa. And he said to me, great Ramosha finds, he said, I can't answer that. Because I'm not there. All I can do is I can teach you the Yisoidus and you have to answer it. And I tried to argue with him and plead that I couldn't and I wouldn't. And it, he said, I'm not there. That's not possible. I said, but the halach is the halach. Yes, but I don't know the circumstance. I'm not in it. And, and, and the American poskim used to be very careful not to paskin shilas for Eretz Yisrael. And the Eretz Yisrael poskim used to be very careful to send the shilas to the poskim in the United States because they're different worlds, different cultures, different times. And one has, to be, one has to be careful in everything, in one's speaking, in one's writing, in one's business dealings, all forms of communication, and certainly in halacha, to be able to function within the context to be able to keep the purity and the authenticity 
in this case of halacha, without chas changing one little tiny detail of it, and yet being able to apply it into the context of time and place. That's why Rashi says, Bechisoren zman, Shalokim mitzvato, Bechisoren zman, it's the wrong time, and that's Naseh Kemoshe Sidroakov, Shalomidato. If you do the right thing in the wrong time, that's a monkey thing. To do the right thing in the wrong, to do the wrong thing is not a monkey thing, that's you, you're doing wrong. But to do the right thing in the wrong time, that's acting like a monkey. That's what the Gemara is teaching. It's an unbelievable concept to understand. Don't just imitate. Be careful to take the principle and apply the principle in a way that is shaykh to the time and place in which, you, in which you find yourself so that it's authentic and real and genuine and it's not just taken from one place and applied, uh, and applied to another place. And today we, we do that not, not, with technology even more, but even before technology. We look something up on Google and we just apply it, or we find the Shaila and Chuba and we just apply it, or so-and-so said this, so there it is. We don't go through what it is. What's, what's important is to understand the principles, to understand the context, and then to apply the principle to the context. And we learned the Me'iri uh, the other day, where the Me'iri said, Haloch is not just Psak, is not just about knowing the Yedias. You can know everything there is in Shas, but there's another Seichel that you need. There's another intelligence that you need. And here we're <coughs> getting a dimension of that additional intelligence, which is the, the human intelligence, the ability to take principles and to apply them accurately in time and in place that, uh, that, that uh, one comes out with something that is genuine and also authentic.